Emilio, how the hell are we feeling this morning? You know, I'm feeling a bit on the tired side. Just been down in back-to-back Americanos, putting on my little serums, vitamin C, face oils, you know the routine, just doing whatever the hell I can to get my glowy, dewy look back. We love our quick skincare fixes, folks. But you know what I really need? Some tax relief? No, 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 no. (laughs) My motherfucking beauty sleep. Sleep, it's like a bottle of fine wine, becoming more important with age. Apart from it helping you not looking busted as hell, <laughs> it can lower your risk of serious health problems, reduce stress levels, boost your mood, and help keep you in shape. But when you live above Brooklyn's hottest clam bar, it's hard to enter and remain in the hallowed REM cycle. Brother, it sounds like you need some deeps. <laughs> what the hell is deeps? <laughs> well, let me tell you. Let me tell you what deeps is. Deeps is a new sleep science company that develops naturally derived products that help people get deep restorative sleep so you can continue on with that endless grind set of capturing the bag. We want you to retain that youthful, bright glow. And since microdosing seems to be working its way back into the zeitgeist, maybe we can explain this to our listeners in a way they might understand. Go on. Deep's sleep patch is lab-tested, drug-free, non-habit-forming, it's a hypoallergenic patch that's sort of like microdosing a powerful blend of melatonin, valerian root, CBD, ashwagandha, L-theanine. What is? How do you pronounce this shit? L-theanine. L-theanine and lavender to give your body what it needs to wind down, stay asleep, and wake up feeling on top of the world. Best of all, it's biomedically engineered to stay on throughout the night. Not like that faux silk sleeping mask you purchased off of Amazon. God damn it! Why'd you have to bring that up? <laughs> I got to check these things out. Well, the sleep patch is currently available in five packs, 10 packs, and now 20 packs, along with the new holiday bundles. Head over to getdeeps.com and use code DEWEY20 at checkout for 20% off your first order. I'm telling you, you're going to sleep like a goddamn baby, my guy. That is getdeeps, G-E-T-D-E-E-P-S.com. This is Dewey Dudes episode 98. Welcome back, gang. Uh, Before we get into today's meaty, meaty show, uh, (laughs) a little housekeeping. If you haven't if you haven't looked at it yet, there is a gift guide on the Discord. I also think it's in the link tree where Emilio and I list off all the gifts you should be copying for your loved ones. Dewey Dudes related and unrelated things that we just want to throw out there. Um, other gift guides worth noting the throwing fits guys, they have a gift guide on their Patreon. I mean, I know you'd have to subscribe Mm -hmm. to see it, but, uh, they shouted us out on it worth looking at, uh, perfectly imperfect has a gift guide. Who else is a gift guide in case you, in case you're not fucking with our vision. Everybody, everybody in the world has a gift guide, but those are only, I, have you looked at throwing fits one? Yeah. I looked at the fits one. How how is it? It's good. It's good. I mean, uh, they they included things I thought of including on ours. Oh really? Like Damn. could it be Kate, Kate's Kate's hat? Kate's hat? Kate Walt? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh yeah yeah. Um, what else did they include? 
that I was thinking of. I don't know. They shouted us out. They included like um, an Hermes soap bar, which I would never think of including huh. on a gift guide, but I think that's kind of funny. That's funny. That's good. Um, yeah. Oh, they uh, shouted us out, huh? They shouted us out in the copy. They said, yo, you can find our full lineup, our full skincare routine oh. by listening to the Dewey Dudes podcast. Damn, but um, yeah. here's here's a little teaser of what the what the grown 40-year-olds are using. Straight keels. No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yo, I'm proud that we got ours out pretty quick. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was like really good timing. And now it's like, because you hit, you hit the Thanksgiving, the 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 Black Friday holiday mm-hmm. period, and now we're rolling over to the Christmas period. Um, yeah, yeah, that was that was that was good timing. Have you done any shopping? Are you doing any shopping? Have I done? You know, no. I'm. Are I, you? Do you celebrate Christmas? I mean, I don't really buy gifts for my family, and they I, don't buy gifts for me in, during Christmas anymore. So it's kind of like yeah. a I see you, you see me type of we, situation. But right. I don't know if you do that. We used to. I mean, you know, last couple of years economically have been tough. So I think my family, when we recognize that things are rough, we don't expect a gift. But if things are good, then yeah, maybe a little gift here or there. Yeah, I've been thinking about getting, well, now you mentioned the Hermes bar soap. That sounds like a gift my mother would love. I've been trying to think of some other gifts. I'm going to try to send some friends some gifts. I'm going to try to send Christina something. Yeah. You know, easy skincare, skincare gifts. Um, but that's it, you know. Gonna, might even try to gift myself something, you know. Get, get on my, yeah? get, get on my I, I deserve a treat shit. What, what kind of treats are you into right now? What, what, would, what would... Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Satiate your your hunger. I haven't thought that far, but... Well, I have, but like they're really stupid things. Just like nice socks sure. nice socks of, yeah speaking of socks i'm wearing hawthorne's hawthorne's fucking gifted sock right now oh shit hold on. how are they feeling they're actually pretty nice um yeah they kind of have like an athletic uh fit to it where it's kind of like it's it's like pretty snug you know but it, it feels like right. it's moisture wicking um <laughs> but uh yeah no it I don't ain't know. Cu- it ain't cutting off the circulation no no but some nice socks some you know the rose having a sale etc et maybe maybe a maybe a item what, 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 what could you get from the row i'm just trying to get a nice dress shirt you know i've been like looking for like yeah. two years i feel like and just haven't been able to find anything and you know, I'm most likely I'll end up being like, nah, I don't need this. But um, I don't know. If I really wanted to ball out, maybe a, a guitar, a, span, a new Spanish guitar, nylon string Ooh, guitar. Yeah. I should probably do that because I, I, need a, I need to learn an instrument before a tour. Are you thinking about bringing the nylon string on tour? Yeah, but or I would think... You just... No, I'm thinking about doing that, but I, would, but I would probably... But it's like, I don't know if it sounds as good. I would look for one that has like a... 
uh, what's it called? Like I can like plug it into an amp, you know? Mm. Yeah. But like, yeah, I, re- I remember. I, but I feel like those never sound that good, right? You're, you, you, brother, to, brother, I do not listen to live music. I, I you used to play guitar, I, guitar in, a, in a band. I did. I did. And we could get into that later. But uh, yeah, I don't know what uh, the gearheads, the techie uh, video and sound people are recommending these days when it comes to, to acoustic guitars and and whatnot. But uh, that's a great that's a great treat for yourself. Um, trying to think of what what i could get you at this last hour <laughs> i guess we still got like uh no, got 10 10 days i'm still using all the 13 B-day, days all the, the b-day gifts you know hell yeah good 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 oh um i thought i would mention that on our gift guide uh we recommended uh these products that are kind of like travel size like water resistant pouches for your skincare found something better oh, it's called shit. 100 milliliter Okay. As a gift. Maybe you wouldn't want to buy this for yourself, but I think it's like, uh, just thought I would tell tell the listeners, there's this thing called shop100ml.com. And basically it like, it takes, it has a lot of luxury skincare products, mm-hmm. travel size versions of them. And you basically um. just build your own pouch and they ship it to you. So I thought that would be, you know, for... For the uh, the frequent Delta flyer, there you go. Damn, that's a hell of a gift. Yeah, put that up. Um, but yeah, damn. Uh, I already bought gifts for uh for Anna. Oh shit! What he? I guess he can't can't reveal what he. I got. can't. I can't announce it. But I think it's it's like a lot of people they'll buy a Christmas tree in New York, mm-hmm. but they won't put anything under it. And I think that is totally defeats the purpose of having yeah. a Christmas tree. So I bought a Christmas tree, decorated it. But the real, the real warmth comes from the gifts, the gifts below. So yeah, yeah. How to buy? Even if, even look, you're almost forced to buy gifts when you buy when you when you buy a treat. It just looks better. Also, it does look better. All right, let's get into this episode. Yeah. All right, other housekeeping. Last couple things. There, are, there are hats for sale on the website. The milf hats. And if you guys didn't see us post about it, if you go to essence.com, oh, god yeah. damn it, we have an editorial on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I won't, I won't go into what it's about. Just, just check it out. But, uh, other than that, let's get into today's episode. Any, anything you want to tell the listeners about what's going on in your life? I know you went to a high snob party. Yeah. That I had to miss out because I was feeling a little shy. Just as you'd expect, not much to report on way they should, the river should never, ever allow that many people inside of that bar it was just packed like sardines in there but Mm. the thing is i didn't i wasn't able to go until later um and i was really only there for like 30 or 45 minutes and i feel like because of that i felt like i had a good time because i was like in and out i said what's up to a lot of people Mm -hmm. the music was pretty good during the time that i was there open bar had a quick drink and then i and then i got out I uh, saw some saw some people from my speaking of we'll get into this later but speaking about speaking of fellows in in community I saw yeah. some 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 boys from my 7am WhatsApp soccer group oh at, uh, at at the event and then at um I guess one of them's like friends with somebody that works at Dr. Clark's but um okay love love playing soccer in the morning with those guys but uh 
I've never actually, that was the first time I've actually like seen any of them like in real life, I guess. Yeah. Like fish out of water, huh? Exactly. So it was, it was cool saying what's up, but, um, that's it. You know, that's it. I saw Tar recently, which you saw. Oh yeah. How did you enjoy it? You like Tar? Dude, I burst out laughing at the end. I was like, is this really yeah. how it's going to end? Um, cause I remember, I remember like before I saw it, a lot of people on Twitter were angry with the ending. I thought that was the right. funniest. That was the funniest shit ever. But um, no, I I I really liked it. I I yeah, it's great. It. Kate Blanchett's great in it. The the row fits. They make Berlin incredible. Look, they make Berlin look incredible. Not that it's not incredible, yeah. but it's up for debate. Yeah, mu- music wise, I feel like it was like I went to go see it because I was like I should get excited about music. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I, I really enjoyed it. What do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, I thought look. I, we talk about movies on this podcast sometimes, sometimes, you know, I make it, I, I lead on that. I know more about cinema than I do, but I, I, I really did enjoy the movie. I feel like, uh, crafted well, super funny. I thought it was a lot funnier than people were giving it credit. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it's also kind of cool how they like, they combine like this weird kind of like black swan creepiness going on yeah and the whole entire character study of just like of just existing with tar for the first like two acts and you know coming to your own conclusions as to whether or not she deserved her downfall i will say what's interesting and i thought about this today and because i see a lot of a lot of my friends a lot of a lot of uh honeys out there who worship tar right <laughs> Uh-huh. They worship. They worship her fits. They they worship her her girl bossery. Mm-hmm. They they worship like you know just the taste, the sensibilities, the the importance. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting to see that reaction of like fangirling and fanboy because it's like I was I was as mesmerized as they are in into this. It's kind of like quasi Me Too movie. Yeah, and how for a lot of fellas out here. So this is just like a simple observation and maybe it's incorrect, whatever for a lot of like fellas out there who are fucking obsessed with various auteurs, you know, like fucking artists, Mm -hmm. complicated, problematic people. You know, I feel like what's interesting. Like, I feel like oftentimes this, the conversation of like separating the art from the artist or whatever, Mm -hmm. it gets really like kind of poo-pooed. Yeah. Cause it's just like, nah, fuck that. And like, there's like a lot of, a lot of dudes who are just like worshiping all these, these problematic, just gross, awful, like geniuses. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, y'all are idiots. Fuck this. I don't even want to engage with their art. Yeah. And then here comes this fictional character like Tar. And when you sit with her and you like exist with her for the like most of the movie, like, yeah, you, 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 you become, you become in, in, mesmerized and and you kind of walk away being like yeah we can separate the art from the artist you know like or you're like you're like did did she do it (laughs) yeah but you know and it's just kind of funny too because it's like it's the the the, movie that's like kind of like poking fun at it's the audience who's actually watching it you know yeah i thought i thought which i really appreciated right yeah i think that's the people that were like um that didn't enjoy it that much i think they took it too seriously yeah exactly like it was a little long, but that that seems to be the the new uh the new movie play. Yeah, yeah, two two and a half hour, two and two hours and forty minutes. The right 
the perfect time for a movie. But um, yeah, that's that. You got uh, you got any quick skincare updates? Oh, brother, I got a couple. Um, been all right. So I've been working two new things into my routine. I uh, shout out to the guys at Goshi for uh, gifting us the super vitamin body wash gel with rice protein and raw algae culture. That shit is herbaceous and floral as hell. Notes of rosemary, uh, flower oil up in there, fucking lavender. It's it's it's. I'm working it into my uh, my body care rotation. Um, if you guys are looking to try anything new, you guys aren't liking your necessaire. You're not liking your fucking Oris bar of soap. You're not mm-hmm. liking your your uh, Doctor Bronner's. Go and check out Goshi. They're now making they're now making product other like out like they're actually making like topical product. So did you um, check if that product is um out yet? Yeah, it's out. Oh, it's out. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's out. I think like when they hit us up, it wasn't out, but no, it's now out. You can add to cart. It is thirty dollars. You know what's re- really crazy is like all of these DTC brands now have subscriptions on all their products. Oh, I know, right? And it's like it's the it's the uh, it's slightly cheaper if you subscribe to the product. Which I don't know. I don't have a full opinion about this yet, but I'm kind of like it's it it's it kind of rubs me the wrong way in the same way, and I'm going to sound like some some fucking awful like republican here which (laughs) but like in that every fucking purchase now you have to tip all the time oh you know yeah yeah it's like i i you know god 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 bless everybody and i love tipping 20 percent. i love it i love it but that 20 percent starts added up at every (laughs) single fucking place you know what i mean where you're just like forced to do it right it's different if i'm at a restaurant and i'm just like i ride it even Mm -hmm. if i'm at like at at a coffee shop, I'm hitting that one dollar on one drink. I'm hitting the two dollar on two drinks. Yeah, fine. But some of these places, I'm just saying, it's like you're 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 looking at me a certain way, and I'm ha- I'm having to just I'm having Spoken. to always tip twenty percent. You know, spoken like a true Republican. <laughs> God damn it! God damn it! Anyway, no, but the I, thing I, is, it's like I feel you. Um, yeah, yeah. I, no, I feel you. You know. More so, I've, yeah. I, I, well, the thing is, I wonder if that's like because I've noticed this too. I can't, I can't remember like a specific example, but lately, just when I've been like out and about in New York, like if I'm like purchasing something random, I have noticed sometimes I'm like, wait, option to tip on the, and it's not like, yeah, I agree mm-hmm. too. Like I always tip on like on yeah, coffee, restaurants, takeout orders, pickup orders. That absolutely. Shit, but, like, just like yeah on like a random purchase it's like no i'm not like tipping like not that like there's a there's a tip option on this but it's like going to like you go get something at like target and there's like a tip option like nah, i ain't doing that but maybe there is stuff like that maybe that's just happening in new york but i don't know you'll have to check when you go to kansas i have noticed something i've noticed because i've i've i really have been feeling like how expensive the city is i at the restaurant the people coming to pick up, like working Uber Eats, Postmates, Grubhub, whatever, picking up the orders. Yeah. There's just like everybody's everybody's got a side hustle now. Like I'll, I'll see fucking like literally like 15 year old boys coming to pick up an order. 
like I'll see fucking a dude like in a suit, like that looks like he just got off his fucking Wall Street job, like come and pick up a like go do delivery. Like everyone's doing deliveries. I'm like, damn, really? Should I should I hop on the city bike and do some Grubhub deliveries? Yeah, it's just like maybe that's just uh, I don't don't know what I'm trying to say here. But back to skincare. Shit, dog. I mean, we could get into that on another day. Also, I think what we all right. If you ever choose to do that, uh, maybe not. We don't do it in a. Maybe I don't attach myself to this. I'll, I've got some ideas for you on okay. on, on delivery <laughs> um, right. if you want to enter that space. But yeah, things are getting more expensive. People are trying to find uh, more ways to to keep up with brand inflation. Uh, moving on, uh, other things I'm including the Margin Essential Face Cleanser. Goddamn, per usual, Margin killing it with the uh, Artist Edition sleeves, the sleek packaging, the bottle just looking like a, a goddamn whippet. I know, right? You know, just like, it looks like a you look like you're you, like a canister. Yeah. That's what it is. It's a canister. Yeah, you're kicking. Uh, all right, or you're kicking up your skincare routine like it's a goddamn fish concert. Um, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but one thing I've noticed about it, and it's 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 it's, it's a gentle gel cleanser. Uh, it it does the job. I'm no longer using the Skin by Kim, but it has this like yeasty smell to it that I. It's not like unpleasant but it's definitely something i've never noticed in other in any other skincare products mm-hmm. and i'm curious to know if you've experienced that too so i don't have an answer for that yet because i haven't i used the margin cleanser like once or twice and then yeah. i was going through like a rough patch with my with my skincare so i was like all right i need to i need to stop trying so many products so i've just been running train through the last of my dr loretta gentle hydrating cleanser so i have Damn, not, dr loretta running a train on your face <laughs> yeah i got the whole i'm using the whole suite right now but um so i don't know but i believe you because their their moisturizer was heavily scented although that was like the first time i've ever kind of enjoyed the scent of a moisturizer it had that like kind of like very light cucumber cucumber scent oh yeah i'll have to you know i'll keep i'll keep my nose perked up hell yeah when i I give that when i give that cleanser a a try a little test yeah so you got Uh, those two things and then the saddest moment happened to me the other day i fucking ran out of the rich cream so i'm using this moment to to beckon any augustinus botter employees who are listening to the podcast I know you guys are a billion dollar company now. I know you can gift us some more. Please, please, please send us some more rich cream. That's Damn. it. That's it. What, what's up? What's new with you? He just went down a tax bracket. Um, I've been, you know, I've, been <laughs> I've been out of that rich cream for a while, unfortunately. But would love, would love a yeah, would love the brand to slide through and help us out. We must have really fallen off because uh, haven't haven't uh, haven't been receiving that many PR packages lately. But I'm think I'm gonna buy. Well, no, I've bought two, I bought one thing and I might buy a second thing and it's the first time I've bought like a pretty I mean it's like I bought an an uh, okay, I got a fit, fit, friends and family discount so I think it ended up being like 74 bucks, but it's like a $90 mm-hmm. moisturizer and it's the most expensive skincare product I've bought since we started doing this damn podcast. It's the uh uh recommended by Jill, the the nourishing gel by Faith, which is probably like the moisturizer 
that you that she's used with you too at the end of your facials. I like yeah. it. It's really um, really moisturizing but light at the same time. And then the thing that I'm gonna buy, uh huh, because I ran out of a tiny little sample is the Lee Organics, which is on our gift guide, the Lee Organics Concentrated Amber yeah. Serum. Because that thing, goddamn, does that provide an immediate glow? But I still am deciding whether to buy one and gift it or buy one I, and keep it, you know? Because I was like, that's kind of a yeah. good gift because it's like you just put a couple of drops in the moisturizer, nothing complicated, yeah. instant glow. People that people that people want to see immediate results. So we'll see, but um that uh using those two things and then using still still loving the Dr. Loretta intense replenishing serum and at night I've been using uh the also the Dr. Loretta anti-aging repair moisturizer not because I'm mm-hmm. trying to anti-age but but just because it feels a little thicker <laughs> feels feels good more suited for suited for the night thanks to thanks to the only doctor we trust Dr. Loretta for uh for hooking us up with those for those products and um that's it other than that finally diligently refilling my canopy humidifier every night my lips yeah. my my lips are thanking me my my plants are thanking me god because damn. i feel like the dry air was really doing a number on their on their leaf health all i got for skincare uh, should we should i mean we... well yeah wait what go ahead no, nothing. I mean the the Lee Organics that serum. I've been having. I've been asking myself the same thing: Should I get it for myself? Should mm-hmm. I get it for as a gift? Because I feel like gifting skincare is kind of it's an interesting thing to do, you know? Because it's kind of like it. It sometimes people think, oh, like it could send the wrong message. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you know you don't know what people's what what someone's like skincare current routine is like what their skin responds well to what it doesn't but i think that mm. product and at its price point it's a pretty good it's a pretty good way of saying i love you you oh shit who are you saying i love you to <laughs> <laughs> uh, well that gets us into our next segment <laughs> let's get um, into it when i meet new friend when i make a new friend i tell him i love him uh yes all right so i sent this to emilio the other day mm. the our friends at the failing New York times um, posted something. They did a post. They made a post. Yeah. Uh, No, they had an article that was highlighting that right now uh, we are currently in a goddamn friendship recession. Uh, The headline of this article is why is it so hard for men to make close friends? And uh, you know, people have been asking this question for the last few years. It's been a trend that's been ongoing even before the pandemic. Uh, but yeah, last year in a tw- in a 2021 survey of more than 2,000 adults in the United States, less than half of the men said they were truly satisfied with how many friends they had, while 15% said they had no close friends at all, a yeah. five-fold increase since 1990. And that same survey found that men were less likely to re- less likely than women to rely on their friends for emotional support, to share their personal feelings with them, et cetera, et cetera. And that survey... Um, it uh it pinpoint some of the reasons why you know men friendships have been falling off is the due to declining religious involvement lower lower marriage rates and changes in the workplace um are some of the uh the culprits but 
you know, I was wondering, what do you think's going on? What do you think is going on? Why aren't the fellas? Why? Why do we choose not to have our intimate male friendships? I mean, as you were reading that stat back, I was like, hold up, only two. They only surveyed two thousand men, two thousand adults of the United States. It seems kind of, kind of low, doesn't it? But, but I completely, <laughs> nonetheless. I, yeah, I agree. I don't know. You know, it, the article also touched on something about how like it's easier for men to, um, it's less personal and it's easier for men to, uh, fuck, what's the word to like interact, to get together, to do something. If there's something like an activity that it's like that revolves around and it had me thinking like, all my dude interactions in the last few months or in the last like month has revolved around the world cup or like right. my fantasy football league, which I'm yeah. not even like, I, I kind of, I kind of just do that every year now to, you know, hang, hang to, on to hang on to that. To friends, to Max. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Cause this <laughs> year I'm like one in 11 cause I'm not even every once in a while I, I hop in the chat just to let them know I'm still there. But, um, right. Yeah. It's like, I think, um, they have a hard time just having friendships based off of simply enjoying the company of one another. Like it really, a lot of times I feel Mm -hmm. like it does have to be like, we're going to go, we're going to go watch this game. We're going to go, we're going to go do this. You know, I don't know the, the game, it revolves around the game and, and oftentimes like dudes don't know how to get past that. And then like, all right, well, like, now we're just now we're just chilling now we're actually getting right. to know each other um but uh yeah i don't know what do you, you know think? it's like well yeah i mean that's kind of funny it's like oh like i think i'm i think i'm engaging in a friendship here because we're gonna go watch the game or we're gonna like do an activity uh competitive activity like a sport like do a sport but mm-hmm. uh really you're just looking for another body <laughs> like yeah but I don't, but that's not always the case. I mean, I think, uh, I think more than ever, I think everyone's isolated by technology. I think that's a culprit. I think mm-hmm. by design, like the U.S. specifically, and like it, like uh, geogra- not just geographically, like like in a local sense, but like even even culturally, has like made it so much harder to to meet new people later in life. Yeah, I think outside of institutions like college, you know, school, obviously, it's like that's those are your coming of age years. Um, And I think because you're forced to be in spaces with people, you probably wouldn't immediate immediately gravitate toward you like they're just strangers all the time and you're you're confined in various, you know, like physical spaces, you're having to force conversation. Yeah. and I just feel like after when you become an adult, like, I don't know, I don't know anything about really history. I mean, I do, I know things about history, but like, mm-hmm. I don't, weren't, weren't there like social clubs back in the day, but I feel like now I feel like if you made social clubs for like that weren't marketed as elite, even mm-hmm. though that shit's cringy as hell, like people would be very suspicious about what's going on. They would joke that it's probably like some kind of polyamorous cult. They would probably joke <laughs> that like it's, uh, it probably has like a political, message behind it like oh these weirdos are meeting up to like start a militia <laughs> you know like <laughs> yeah whereas i think like back in the day i feel like you had these social clubs were just a little bit more um more normalized mm-hmm. i don't know 
and I'm not saying that's like the cure for like for the fellows to come out of their loneliness, but uh, yeah, I feel like that's a big culprit. I feel also just in general like a huge men are just competitive, and they're yeah. they're they're asked to be competitive from from the moment they're no longer a kid to when they die and they just lead a very lonely life and obviously like like i i think just generally speaking women are also can be competitive with each other but i think they kind of they they kind of share a certain kind of like uh like a bond or understanding and empathy and i'm not trying to be like an essentialist in this kind of way but like i think that in having to kind of like recognize the the difficulties that come with being the shared difficulties that come with being a woman, a woman like navigating a world of men. And mm-hmm. I feel like the fellas they're having to operate in like, Oh, we live in a world designed by men and I'm having to compete to, to win it all. Right. Yeah. I don't know. So those are some thoughts on that, but yeah, less, yeah, less, less, uh, no, I feel like, um, definitely like in the U S there's like less, uh, focus on or importance put on like community, Build, I guess yeah. like maintain, maintain, continuing to build like community like later on in the later stages in life. So how are, sure. how are what are what are some things we're <sighs> we're doing? How to, are we, uh, got, fellas, you know if you're like the the New York Times has prescribed four strategies to get your friendship body count up, and <laughs> uh, <laughs> they say one you need a well they had this like um this researcher come on and talk mm-hmm. about it so it's not like the 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 staff is telling you this is what you do but yeah uh, one one tool is to practice vulnerability even if it makes you uncomfortable so i mean you know you shouldn't just unload on strangers but like i don't know if you like check in with a friend or something or you you actually talk about a difficulty you're going through i feel like people could like connect that way and i know it's a very kind of like obvious statement Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like a lot of people are really closed off because they're they're afraid of being judged and in being vulnerable or alienating people. But really, I think it just brings you closer. Yeah, uh, yeah, a hundred percent. Um, what else they said in in trying to make new friends? Don't assume that it co- happens organically. So uh, when you're a kid, you like because you're 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 in preschool or you're in you're at recess or whatever, and like there's no one else around, so you're just hanging out with just randos and it kind of organically happens yeah. because I mean, as a kid, you're probably always looking for friends and you assume everybody else is looking for friends because the, the world is full of wonder and mystery. But as an adult, a lot of people, you know, you're not always like, not everyone's looking for friends. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so I think you kind of have to like, t- you know, not that you have to say that thing out loud, like, Hey buddy, I'm looking for a new goddamn friend, but kind of take notes and not know of what your intentions are and don't be so hurt if in case uh you know the the boy you're trying to meet <laughs> does it does it does it reciprocate um Just gotta put yourself out yeah, there absolutely like uh, all right use use activities to your advantage number three that makes sense uh you know activities that's a great, a great, um, <laughs> what do you want to say about this, Emilio? You were just talking Nothing, about act- it. Soccer. Yo, soccer. Sp- any, Fucking, any, any sport under the sun. Yo, if you're um, in New York, bro, you, you hit up. You, you're, <laughs> where are we hitting up? We're going, we're going downtown. We're going to go, 
we're gonna go watch a movie at the metrograph we're gonna go what what else are we doing what's an activity (laughs) go to the spa with your boy Uh, yeah there you go go to the spa with your boy go um yo make tiktok videos with your boy you know (laughs) (laughs) hey yo i'm looking for someone to uh help me uh edit this this day in the life for me oh yeah um are people still doing those yeah i feel like yeah they're definitely making day in the lives everyone makes day in the lives everyone's making a video for anything they could possibly think of like the other day i was on fucking instagram and i got this algorithmic video that showed up of some because you know i'm getting more fitness like posts as i like go further into my fitness journey Mm -hmm. and it was a guy literally like lifting up his arms showing off his fucking his lats and then literally speaking into the microphone and saying how to create the perfect muscle shirt for going to the gym (laughs) oh my god which was literally he, he was showing off a shirt that he just like cut the sleeves off of and i was like you don't need to make a video for this like yeah but I guess the way people consume content is just so mindlessly that like those three or four seconds become like a view and yeah. then it just feeds, feeds what other, I don't know, like benchmarks, some, some metrics you're trying to meet for the day and you just have to keep the content machine going. But I don't know. Uh, moving on, but number four, fellas, if you're, if you're still with us, if you're still trying to friends max, <laughs> Uh, you know, the power of casual check-ins, you know, if there's somebody you haven't talked to in six months and you think, oh man, they're so busy. They haven't hit me up. I'm so busy. You know what you should do right now? You should literally just text them and say, King, I miss you. Have you been? Yeah. That's, I feel like that's the most important one. The, as they put it, the power of the casual check-in. Yes. Uh, you know, it, it means more to the to, to people than you realize. I love getting one. I get really anxious when I get one because then I'm like, oh, fuck. Now I have to like, <laughs> <laughs> I got to like respond, which I just hate yeah. texting now. But um, yeah, same. Yeah. I mean, look, yeah. If you're trying to friends, Max, maybe the maybe the fellas just need a treat like uh, there needs to be like pickup artistry for for friends. For friends. Yeah. I think that's the that's the way they can like they can metabolize it. They can go, oh, yeah. Like if I just send out. 18 check-in messages a day to my boys i'm gonna make more friends you know yeah turn it into a numbers game yeah that's that's what you do um but yeah and then a strategy they left off you know you just start a podcast start a podcast yeah start a podcast have and invite very few male guests on the show yep um uh you know maybe maybe uh Maybe your co-host will become your friend. Yeah. Maybe it'll strengthen the bond of, of a friendship that already existed. You never know yep. what a podcast, what beautiful things a podcast will bring to your life. Absolutely. And let's get into, uh, do we dates? Do we dates? Yeah. Um, you know, we can touch on this for a second. I might be old news, yeah. but uh, there's a question that's just burning in the back of my head. Uh, last week, what made around what made the rounds on uh Mr. Musk's Twitter was uh this Guardian article uh that was published from a writer who was recounting her experience with a boyfriend who was also a writer who she alleges broke up with her because according to her she was a writer and uh some people were celebrating it being like yes yes queen 
you know, um, the fellows are threatened and that's awful. There are other people dunking on it, being like, this is poorly written. It's kind of polarizing. Some people are just saying writers in general are all like insufferable. Why am I reading about this? Mm-hmm. But the question in the back of my head was, is it possible to date someone who shares the same creative or career practice as you? What do you think, Emilio? I don't know. If, it's like, I've been thinking about that a lot for the last couple of years. I mean, I think it's possible, but depending on like, what am I trying to say here? Like I, I already like, if, if I have like a creative practice, I'm already thinking about it so much. And it's like, I feel like most artists, it's like they could, they, and whatever they do, they can only take, they only actually take in so much like constructive criticism. You know, it's, 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 for the most part, it's like it's a kind of a self-indulgent practice most mm-hmm. of the time. And like, are you actually able to have, I feel like how many relationships are able to have like that like constructive back and forth talking about like each other's work or is it just like mm-hmm. two people will not really act, two people just like talking at each other or like, or like this situation that happened with, with this writer. Like, I don't know, I think it's possible, but yeah, it's like if you already spend all day thinking about or doing something do you then want to spend more time thinking about it in the context of somebody else's work what do you think? yeah oh i think i think sometimes it really strengthens bonds and i think it's it i think it could be a good thing um i think it usually ends poorly because you find yourself eventually even if you guys don't make the same type of art but maybe you guys for example if you are both writers or you're both both uh musicians you're both like artists Mm -hmm. and with with like with like that in similar genres or maybe not even similar genres i don't know i think it could be fun to have someone push you it could be fun to have someone's feedback that you respect and there's a lot of romance and intimacy and you know it's hot it's cool but then eventually when someone does have a little bit of success suddenly you're in a little bit of a competition and i think I don't know. I not that I did. I I barely read this article. It seemed to me like that <laughs> as I was skimming it. I was like, dude, she should have broke up with this dude like a long time ago. Like, there's oh, a lot of red flags. Yeah, that's like, that's kind of what I saw. Right. Too. Yeah. I was like, there's so many red flags here, and like, I, it sucks that you're having to write this. Like, oh my bro, like, like, it's like I, not that you could have seen this coming, but you could have, and it's kind of like you're like just saddened by the fact that like, you know, he's threatened by you, and then it mm-hmm. kind of validates your worldview, and I, it's like. I can't believe you were with this guy to begin with, but yeah, no judgment, no judgment. Anyway, like what I was saying is, yeah, I feel like sometimes people enter relationships in, in when they're they're they have the same either creative practice or they're have similar kind of career goals. Like there's kind of sometimes a power dynamic that's established and it's the allure that in that allure is why people enter it. Meaning that mm. sometimes you'll have a mentor mentee kind of relationship, which like is really yeah. hot at first, but then when the mentee surpasses the mentor, mm. you know, or if the mentor makes the mentee like feel like shit, yeah. you know, it's like, it's awful. It's toxic. But mm-hmm. I think if you both kind of enter at the same, on the same level, the, what are the level playing field? Is that what they say? It? Level playing field? Yeah. Is that right? I think All so. Right. When you're, when you're on the same level uh when you're in a level playing field 
you see someone kind of <laughs> surpass you a little bit, it's going to cause some conflict. Because, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a career thing. It's a way of making money, success, prestige. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, that's going to, those effects are going to suck. But I bet what bonded you guys in the beginning was fucking hot and cool. Yeah, for sure. And that's probably what they both held on to. Yeah. In that relationship. Um, should we finish? Should we close off this uh, the show? Let's finish it off. I mean, all right, yeah. With some, just with some, with some segments. Uh, do we rude? Do you have any rude things that happen to you this week that you just want to air out? Any any things that are just eating you? Mm, you got something while I think. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm not trying to bite off the hand that feeds me, but big shout out to Essence for putting us on. We had a lot of fun writing uh, what we what we wrote. Go check that out. But my Dewey Rude might go to the fulfillment center. <laughs> did you get did you, did you get something? Have you been personally affected, or are you, were you just seeing like no? Well, no. Well, I've never been personally affected. But I went to this. I went to they posted about us on their Instagram, uh-huh. and um, I looked at the comments, and I was like, yeah. "Oh wow, there's 28 comments. Wow, everyone's engaging with our work." They've got criticisms. <laughs> they got feedback. No, every single comment was like, when will I get my package? When will, yeah. when will my, like, it says my shipment has been delayed by X amount of days. It was literally just like a, a help center dump. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's, oh, man. That sucks. I, that sucks that like your whole entire like social arm is now dedicated to that. Or maybe social like social departments have always been dedicated to customer service help. I think so. I mean, yeah, I thought it was, um, I thought it was funny too, that every, every new comment was like, stop posting. Like (laughs) somebody was even like, stop shit posting and, and send my order. But I was like, damn, are are that many people really having like an issue? Cause I've, I, uh, I've never had an issue with the shipping, with the shipping. And I actually, well, no, I, I, Bought and returned something recently. Yeah. And I, I too got an email saying my shipment was delayed, but it was like delayed like a couple. Maybe this is all, again, maybe nobody in New York is having too big of an issue, but the people in the flyover states, they're they're having a hard time because I feel like as soon as I moved to New York, it was also like, oh shit, essence shipping one to two days. And Chicago was always like, you know, at least three to four days. Yeah. Um, there was like DHL all the time there too, wasn't it? Yeah, here it's like here it varies. Sometimes yeah. stuff. Sometimes it's UPS. Sometimes it's DHL. Sometimes it's Canada Post handed off to the hardworking postal service. But um, yeah. yeah, I pray, pray. I'm praying for everybody who's missing <laughs> who's missing a package. Yeah, and so I'm it's a, it's hey, I understand it's a really difficult time for those workers this this season. So uh, we we appreciate uh, the hard work and. Uh, yeah, what were we gonna say? Yeah, I hope uh, I hope they get their packages, and I hope the the uh, the payments department uh, goes off and fires off our completes our invoice. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, or yeah. if you want to delay it till next year, so I don't have to uh, pay Brother, marginal tax on it. Anyway, yeah, you hey, need that. I okay, need that. I need all right, all right. right so, <laughs> all right. Do you have a Dewey rude? Do we? No, I don't. That's kind of kind of what I was thinking, to be honest. Okay, okay, um, okay. What about a dude of the week? Two two dudes of the week. Well, there. I was trying to think of like not non soccer related dudes of the week, but it's the World yeah. Cup. It only happens every four years. Yep. Des- despite all the criticism and everything else going on, 
these games have been I I have watched every single game. I have not the oh. only time I the only time I missed the game is when the last games of the group stage were like being played at the same time. But I've watched so many games. The quality's been high. It's been exciting. It's kept me it's 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 helped me take a step back from that ledge and, <laughs> and kept me going through the winter. But two dudes of the week, Lionel Messi made it to the semifinals with Argentina. 35 year old goat. This will be his last World Cup, and I hope he's able to bring it home for his sweet, beloved country. Second dude of the week, who's just, this is when I say it's not just a sport, it's art. Kylian Mbappe, the French French superstar, just watching that man strike the ball <laughs> is is a is a thing of beauty. That's a that's a painting. So that's those are my dudes of the week. What about what about you? Uh, well, I have to ask you. You know, now the semifinals uh, are coming up. All right, who who are, who are you rooting for? Who are you are you rooting? I personally, with knowing nothing, I have to. I'm rooting for Morocco. Morocco, yeah, that's yeah. My, my, I feel like most people are are rooting for Morocco. I don't want to see Croatia in another final. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. Everyone hates the French. I'm rooting for. I'm. I, I, I'll <laughs> say it now. I like. I like the French. I they out of the four teams left, they play, yeah. they, they play the most beautiful brand of, of football, and okay. I would love to see Messi win. But some something rubs me the wrong way about about Argentinians, no. not Messi. Well, you know, well, I, I loved how someone else put it. All right, so on Twitter they said France fascist. No, wait, no, they said no, no, they said France is France, Argentina fascist. Yeah. Uh, Croatia fascist, and uh, so I guess that's why they're, they're rooting for Morocco. But we all love an underdog. Um, no, they'd be what, great. it'd be great to it'd be great to. I would love for Morocco. Oh wait, no, because they're, they're playing France. Well, mm, oh, that's interesting. Oh, I'm rooting for Morocco in that in that that uh, yeah. that situation right there. Right, no, former colony. Be, exactly. I think it, no, I think it'll be a good. Yeah, it'll be a good game. <laughs> good game. Yeah, I was at um uh, Mat and uh just getting getting some uh french onion soup and uh croque madame while they were playing the uh england france game and oh really nice brother that was the only game i caught <laughs> for uh, uh this this uh yeah. this world cup and it was a good game. it was it was a good game you know it's kind of funny to see how i i like english fans who i feel like they're just like they're fair weather in the fact that it's because it's like they just love the whole entire like it's coming home bit. It's coming home, you know. Yeah. I don't know, but it was. Uh, I don't know. That's I. I'm out of my depth here trying to talk talk footy with with <laughs> with you. But um, all right, my dudes of the week are. Uh, let's take it back to to movies. Um, Brendan Fraser. Mm-hmm. I saw the whale. Look, I would love to talk about the whale on another podcast if someone wants to come on and. Because it's a very polarizing movie at the moment, but uh, Brendan Fraser, goddamn, I, I was crying throughout that entire movie. Damn, it, okay. yeah, it's it's incredible. Um, actually, I don't know if the movie's incredible. I have to really kind of sit with it because <laughs> mm-hmm. sometimes when an actor it just delivers such an incredible performance, it totally it, that is the movie to you, you know. And you don't actually know if like if if anyone else had been injected into this, like would because it was based off a play and mm-hmm. uh you know I, I like darren aronofsky i do i like i think mother was great i uh i've still never seen Requiem for a dream but you know 
I, I like that he's he's constantly uh, making people mad for a while. But uh, mm. yeah, check out the whale if you haven't. Slide in my DMs. Let's talk about it. Uh, and then my other dude of the week, brother. There is there is before Avatar: The Way of Water, and then there is <laughs> oh after God. Avatar: The Way of Water. And brother, this on the fifteenth, I'm going to the IMAX at ten forty. <laughs> I am seeing three D, ten forty PM, ten forty PM, and uh, James Cameron. You know, love him or hate him, you, I the meme is yeah, you can't doubt him. This this movie's gonna do three billion dollars. Watch watch what happens. And Doesn't it have uh, to do two billion to like not lose money. I don't know if it need, maybe with like marketing, it probably needs a billion. Or like at least four hundred million dollars. I think it costs like two hundred fifty million or three hundred million. It's kind of funny how it like the movie developed this narrative that it's like so expensive, which it is like I think one of the most expensive ever made. Mm-hmm. But like there are plenty of streaming movies that like cost two hundred fifty million dollars. It's been a really bad year for the box office in general. Um, yeah. Uh, but like I think this movie uh, is gonna do it's gonna do numbers, and you're gonna you're gonna see why you know. You're going to see why. Hey, look, I'm not like someone who I don't fucking love Avatar. I'm not like an I, Avatar you, fucking nerd. You sure about that? I'm not a nerd. For, I mean, like, I will defend Avatar, but I'm not like <laughs> someone who's like, God damn, get me fucking tattooed. Bull- I don't want to be fucking. I don't want to become a Navi. You're not going to go up to the Avatar meetup. No, I'm not going to go to the meetup. I won't have depression. But it's like, you know, it's it's nice to see like an autistic Canadian director like see his vision through and like you know like it's great i i i applaud it and you know the man made terminator 2 he made my favorite movie of all time titanic so it's like it's good to see it's good to see uh something win and make a lot of money with uh, an anti-imperialist message so if anybody uh look you'll you'll i'll be a changed man after the 15th so shout out to shout out to jim um that that yep. that concludes our show today uh with the do we do's and don'ts uh do Emilio, what should we be doing what should we do, be doing right do, now do fucking go see avatar and then hop into the go discord, see avatar the discord and and hit uh, us with your thoughts hit us with your thoughts what else should we be watching go and see tar if you haven't seen it yet yeah go and see um what else have i liked i mean i love i like the whale didn't love it i liked it i cried i fucked on uh what else has come out oh i mean i am excited about babylon i was kind of shitting on it because i think uh what's his toes is so annoying um i don't know i don't know what that is babylon. oh wait i did see a preview uh, of that before tar yeah right. yeah babylon looks a little you know i'm, I'm all for these three hour movies goddamn oh it's also it Alicia, is. yeah oh yeah you know what i saw the preview of that and i was like huh yeah i'll go see that yeah, of course, of course. I mean, do you like Whiplash? Do you like La La Land? Yeah, in the in in the in that moment in time, I liked I liked them. Sure. No, I mean, I still I still like I like them for what they are. Like, I yeah, those are those are entertaining movies. Like, I want to go see some Hollywood shit. Um, right. So what else do we do? We do what else? Casually, casually check in on on your male friendships on any friendships. On, on anyone yeah, fire up the message the apps messages app right now draft draft some king i miss you just draft it see what happens um what not to do what not to do 
look what else did we talk about on this um do we do we don't do we don't actually hesitate is, go ahead yeah no 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 I, I like where you're going with this no do we do we don't hesitate if you're if you're thinking about getting somebody a gift do we do don't hesitate on pulling the trigger just just even if you're like i don't know if i'm close enough to this person to be gifting something just just do it yeah oh um this kind of fits into uh the do we do uh the the the, the friendship recession yo friends maxing look i have lately been trying to get into more intimate uh gatherings soirees if you will dinners Mm -hmm. they don't even have to be like very tasteful i don't give a fuck if you're thinking about bringing bringing together friends feeling cozy just host host something just host something at your apartment um let your roommates know or you know Go in it. Go in with someone on it, and just fucking buy out the wine store, buy wine shop, you know, uh-huh. and just go to town one night. And I think, uh, I think that, that I'm only saying this because this is what I'm going to be doing next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I think that'll that'll give you all the uh, the the social fucking all the social life you need. I think. Yeah. So do that. But, um, yo, oh, if you've made it this far, give us a review on Apple podcast, go on Spotify, give us five stars. And, uh, uh, that's, that's all. That's everything I have, to, I have to plug. What about you, Emilio? That's all I have to plug. Um, I don't know, pick up tickets to my tour or don't. I actually don't really want to see anyone I know at these shows, but, <laughs> it'd be nice to sell them out yeah um, i like that I, I like that as like an artist you're like yo i like i my shit is like i like not seeing friends faces is a sign of success <laughs> yeah <laughs> if any uh on that note if anyone knows any music accountants music lawyers uh music engineers um somebody who can help me figure out how to plug my shit up on stage uh, slide in my DMs. That's all I got. Sick. All right. Well, until next time, everybody, this is Doobie Dudes, episode 98. 